Welcome to day 25 of the Critics Not Cynics 31 Days of Horror Spectacular. And on today's episode, uh, thanks to me going back and re-listening to the musical version of this film and uh, falling all in love with it all over again, I am going to be discussing 1981's The Evil Dead. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you are familiar with this film. And if you're not, well, shame on you. Um, this is a horror classic. It uh, gives us a lot of horror tropes. Um, and in fact, influences later on horror films. So the basic premise of this uh, movie is five college students take time off to spend a peaceful vacation in a remote cabin. A book and audio tape is discovered, and its evil is found to be powerful once the incantations are read out loud. The friends find themselves helpless to stop the evil as it takes them one by one, with only one survivor left with the evil dead and desperately trying to fight to live until morning. All right, guys, so I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer for you on this one. So um, one of the things I love the most about this movie, and it actually is not really kind of anything that deals with the movie in of itself, other than the fact of the, you know, creation of the film and of the project. This was uh, done by Sam Raimi, and uh, this is a film that was done on a shoestring budget, um, pretty much kind of no name actors. Um, well, I actually launched, I would think, or like to think that this launched the career of Bruce Campbell, since this is pretty much his first big feature film. Um, but they had very little money. Um, they used basically their own, you know, their own car, the Delta. Uh, and then the cabin that they used was basically just kind of like an abandoned cabin out in the woods of Tennessee. So I 
really appreciate that what you get with the kind of all these uh, varying factors. And one of the reasons why I champion independent horror and indie movies a lot is because this was like a springboard uh, for Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. And they have gone on to have fantastic and wonderful careers. And um, I don't think that's possible without them taking a risk and making this movie. Are some of the effects really great? No. Uh, And that's kind of more of towards the end of the film. But it lends to a very certain charm to this movie as well. And the fact of kind of the shimps, uh, you know, using the fake shimp uh, phrase for basically uh, actors playing characters uh, of the of the Kandarian demons um, being like the same actor, like his his brother, Ted Raimi, uh, you know, playing basically the Kandarian version of Scott or uh, Cheryl uh, or Linda you know, that like they used him over and over again, or even as Shelly, but covered up in makeup to be able to hide uh, the fact that, you know, it was the same person and they were because of their budget constraints. So a lot of passion really, uh, you can feel that passion in this film. Now, kind of getting back into the film of itself, you have the film kind of opening up uh, ominously, uh, you have, you know, our, our five protagonists, uh, on their college, uh, vacation going to the Hills of Tennessee. And, um, in fact, there's kind of an instance of where something happens with the wheel of the car, almost causing them all to crash. Now you have to wonder, especially knowing the later films in the franchise, if that might have not actually been possibly the best thing that could have happened to everyone involved, considering what goes on later in the film. But as they get to the cabin, uh, it's kind of run down. I don't think it's quite what they expected it to be. Um, and little do they know that um, this book or this cabin uh, is housing the Necronomicon, the book of the dead. Now I I do believe it gets referred to the Necronomicon um, in the movie, but a lot of a lot of things like uh, the voice uh, on the tape don't really get revealed until the second film, which is kind of almost a remake as well as a sequel. In fact, uh, even Army of Darkness is even like a remake of Evil Dead 2. But we're not going into those ones. We're focusing primarily on this film. Uh, and I think, again what really kind of sells this movie. And one thing I've hit a lot on in a lot of these uh, reviews um, for this month is the characters are fairly three dimensional, Um, mainly uh, Linda and, and Ash Um, because Scott, Cheryl and Shelly are not really meant to be, kind of well thought out characters kind of what is at the focus of this film is Ash and Linda's relationship. And when everything starts kind of going down, you get the conflict that Ash has with trying to help everyone also trying to help Linda this, this love of his life. So, um, and then it primarily later on just becomes Ash's struggle to survive, to get through this all. And, um, 
I really just have to applaud this film. This is probably going to be the shortest of these mini reviews um, because I don't have much else I can say about it. I like the story. I like the characters. I like a lot of the effects that they do. Um, And I like where this franchise kind of starts with this movie. I love the sequels it spawned. I love the TV show it spawned. I love uh, the musical it spawned. And even the remake, which is a very competent remake. I would say uh, probably one of the best horror remakes of a beloved horror film that you can ask um, that's ever been ever been made. So uh, Ash, Ash certainly uh, is probably his least developed or his least um, recognizable character in this film. Uh, if you have not seen this one, but you're familiar with Army of Darkness or you're f- familiar with Ash versus Evil Dead, um, you know him to be kind of more of a, a cocky, loudmouth, uh, bragger, uh, quoting you know the movie, uh, kind of meathead. And he's not so much in this one. In this one, he's more of an kind of innocent, uh, level-headed college student. Uh, who's just out there to have fun with his friends and everything goes horribly awry. And just knowing a lot of the complications that this film went through with shooting, um, I really just have to applaud Sam Raimi with what he was able to create here. Um, Bruce Campbell, in my opinion, is one of the most iconic horror actors and actors in general. He may have not gone on to star in like amazing blockbuster movies, but you know Bruce Campbell when he shows up and he's always enjoyable and he's always funny and you always have a good time. Even if uh, the movie he may be in is awful, his performance and just his presence on screen makes it that much more enjoyable. And I'm thinking of, uh, I think was it terminal velocity. Is that one of, one of them? Uh, there's a, there's a alien. There's a few alien ones he's been in. Um, you know, he's been in, um, wax museum Two. uh, Oh gosh. Uh, my name is Bruce, which is absolutely fantastic and a great homage to his, uh, career. Um, a man with, uh, two brains, is another one or the screaming brains or something like that. Uh, so, I mean, he's done a whole bunch of films and I just really, I think we're better off as a film community, as a fan community, having this, uh, fantastic guy in this role and to have done so much with his career and yet still come and feel like a genuine, genuine person. Now it's kind of off the rails of what I wanted to talk about here, but, um, Ash Williams, I think, is also arguably one of the most iconic characters in horror history. I mean, I I, I know I think it's out now. Um, I'm not sure, but I know that they were doing an Ash um, Bubba Hotep kind of crossover, which comic book, which I think would be fantastic to kind of see characters that he's portrayed in both uh, franchises, although. Bubba Hotep's only had the one movie um, and have them meet. And I mean, there've been plenty of little spinoffs, video games. Uh, so I just, I really have to recommend this one. 
I think I was going to give it a 4.5 out of 5, but I, I, I think I've landed on a 5. There, there may be some minor issues. The story may not be a hundred percent like fleshed out, but like I said, we get more of it with the sequels and we get kind of Sam Raimi's more refined uh, vision for what he wanted to do with this original movie. And as this being something that was put together by film students and people with no budget uh, and kind of the obstacles they faced with, with filming it, you can't go wrong here. I mean, I just think that everything with this movie works. Um, even the controversial tree um, scene, which is still kind of blows my mind to this day that this, that, that ever, uh, ever got done or ever got made. Um, so guys go check this one out. Um, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's streaming for free on prime. Um, but regardless, this is worth any money you put towards it. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, highly recommend it. You can't go wrong here. All right, guys, we'll see you on day 26.